The following program was produced by a community producer. My name is Mike Sharon. I am your host for the evening on this Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Wow, spring is only a few weeks away and uh, we've been lucky so far, knock on glass, that we won't get any more snow, but uh, spring is right around the corner. The Red Sox are down in spring training and we're ready to go. And we got a great show for you tonight. My guest has been the communications director in Malden for the last 12 years and recently has taken on a new job, which he is here to talk about tonight. And it's working for the Mass Department of Environmental Protection. Without further ado, welcome my friend, Mr. Ron Cochran. Thank you, thank you. Great to see you, Mike. Good to see you. Great to be back on the show. Yeah, it's, uh, well, yeah, you've been a frequent guest, usually our Christmas guest, right? Yes, I was yes. wondering if you were, if you would ask me to wear antlers for tonight, but uh, I decided against that. No funny hats tonight. <laughs> funny hats okay. tonight. Uh, curious about the outfit. Yeah, so um, I'm a little dressed down tonight. I must say that I was thinking Studio B, which cuts us off ah. at there, and now here's a little bit of a segue. Yes. I am now a telecommuter for most of my days at my new job. So I know there's these famous and sometimes infamous stories yes. about what happens underneath. underneath. Yes. So I figured I would demonstrate that. This is an entirely fabricated story. Yes, yes, yes. I really thought we were gonna be downstairs and I thought I would wear my nice Malden Athletics uh, upper, upper shirt yep. and I thought the sweatpants would be completely concealed. Yes. Well, I'm just Not grateful prepared. you're wearing sweatpants, <laughs> to be honest with you. With that story, uh, one never knows. Working from home these days. Yes. Uh, lots to talk about, though. Yeah. Uh, and we, 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 did, we had you on frequently over the years. Mm. You're one of our, our, our favorite guests, obviously. And you. usually it's around Christmas time, like you said. Um, but lots of news in your yeah. life. And, yeah. uh, and we want to hear all about it. But uh, I'm sure uh, City of Malden... And, and you've, you've expressed this on your social media, too, the gratitude that you've had. But 12 years, A long right? time, yeah. I mean, I came to work for the mayor of Malden, for Gary Christensen, uh, 12 years ago. I came in in his administration when he was first elected, uh, elected in the election of 2011, taking office, 
January 2nd, roughly, I think it was, of 2012, so 12 years later. Sure. Um, I came from the private sector, so I had never really intended on, on being in, in the public sector, doing any kind of public service. Um, but it just sort of came at me, you know, I was offered a job by, by the mayor and his administration to take over uh, the communications and some of them, some in particular the electronic communications, yeah. trying to bring us up to speed, um, modernize our communications. And I mean, we joked about it, we could probably talk for three hours on that alone. But, you know, kind of in summary, uh, I came in when Facebook was really kind of still, believe it or not, in its infancy. You know, mm -hmm. 2012 is yeah. not really old Facebook. You yeah. know, they they'd only been around for probably four years at the time. Uh, I established a Facebook account or a social media presence for the city. Uh, took over kind of a lot of the ways that the, the that City Hall communicates with the city uh, with its residents and businesses try to modernize that, um, you know, because it, I think people rightfully expect that uh, local government, or actually government in general, would reach out to you on the paths that you're used to experiencing on a day-to-day -day communication experience yourself. You know, we're on social media, yeah. we're announcing birthday parties, yeah. you know, and new jobs on social media. Yeah. And yep. why not hit us where we're at? And that was kind of like my goal early on with the with the city. Um, and I'm very proud to say I think I think I was able, you know, with our team. Yeah. I was able to accomplish quite a lot um, over these 12 years. Um, and and I'm really proud of what 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 I was a part of. And I wanted to make it clear you know, in my social media, you know, sometimes people try to read between the lines, right? right. You know, he's, what's the matter? Yeah. What's going on yeah, up was there? He, was he pushed out? Yeah, and, and <laughs> I had to make that abundantly clear, even though I think people that know me well yeah. know that I absolutely, um, I adore all of my coworkers still. We, right. you know, we, we had a great working relationship. Um, the mayor has been, you know, a great boss. He's a great friend. <clears throat> Um, and, and it was kind of it was kind of nice when he sent out an email announcing this was to the internal staff of City Hall. Um, he mentioned he said it was family, yeah. and and I don't take that lightly. And I, I I think I have a reciprocal relationship when it comes to that. And and uh, you know, uh, but with that said, you know. Uh, there were there was another opportunity, and yeah. we can talk about that. What, sure. You know what brought me to that, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, twelve years. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a cup of coffee. No. I mean, you know, some some changes happen in life and whatnot. But like you said, it was just the you know, and I'm sure uh, the the mayor is your your biggest cheerleader as far as moving on to this new opportunity. Yeah. Knowing him, very encouraging. Um, and I can think back. It's funny you said when you came in, and a lot of social media. Uh, you know, had been around obviously, but in its infancy in many ways compared to what it is now. A lot of times, governments per se lags behind what, what, what the yeah, private sure. is, right? Yeah. So you're coming in and saying, look, we got to, you know, hit them where they are. Yeah. And you guys did. You hit the ground running because I remember those early. We had the mayor on, uh, you know, when he was first elected and, and he was out there in the snowstorms <laughs> doing the YouTube. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, it was great. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, you guys should be proud of where, where, 
what you've what you've accomplished. Well, he leads by example, and I think one of the things that he did early on is if I had an idea, yeah. if I had a concept that I thought would be effective, you know, he trusted <coughs> the ideas, um, and but he was also willing to test. You know, not a lot of times politicians in general. They, they, it's very difficult for, to get a politician to sort of lead in one area yeah. because if something goes the wrong way, then it somehow maybe doesn't look so good upon them, even though it may have been a staff member that suggested a certain thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we could think of a, of, of a million, you know, debacles that are out there of, of uh, you know, political staffers getting their uh, respective bosses in hot water. But mm. one thing about... The mayor is he's a he's a humble man and and he's not above um, you know a mistake and owning a mistake for what maybe his team did. So like when I would come and suggest something, um, he was he was pretty flexible, willing to try a lot. Yeah. Um, and he also likes to have fun. Yeah. Let's face it. Absolutely. I mean, you know him as yep. well as I do. Um, and he's a, a, a really. Um, what is self-effacing? Like he, he does. Yeah. He really kind of yeah. is like he's humble and he, and he yeah. likes to he likes to joke about yeah. himself. Yeah. And so if self-deprecating, self-deprecating. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, so if I took a, a crazy photo of him that we posted on Facebook, you know, yeah, he, we'd sort of laugh it off. Yeah. You know? He wasn't afraid to look silly. So no, you know, no, not at all. Yeah. In fact, the sillier the better in a lot yeah. of ways. Um, yeah. But I will say that. It also was in contra you know, in contrast, he also when when it was time to take things seriously, trust oh, me, yeah. he takes them th very seriously. I, you know, I've 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 seen it over the years. Um, you know, the way that he approaches government, the way that he approaches um, running the city. You know, this is a place that he he wants to make better every day. And again, I I can't say it enough. I I've been so honored to be a part of that, to be yeah. a part of affecting the place where I live, yeah. and hopefully making it a better place. Overall. Absolutely, and it, it, it's just a great team. That's you know, for the for most sure. part, it's been the same throughout the years. You know. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about that though. Twelve years, and we we've had you on. You know, over the years, you always told me. The, the education that you were getting, as far as you having to keep up with the IT yeah. trends that were changing by the minute, uh, yeah. and 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 the pressure with that, and, and just all that you've learned. Can you speak a little bit about that yeah, over the sure. years? Yeah, um, sure. I mean, we've we've had to change different systems, uh, adapt to new technologies. Uh, we've had new social, we've had social media platforms that have come and gone yeah. while we've been in there. We've had ones that you thought would never go away and were just, you know, ever present that all of the sudden, I mean, you take like a Facebook, I mean, uh, people in our age category, <laughs> they look at Facebook as ultimately the, the place where everybody goes. But, you know, over the years, uh, the trends reveal differently, oh, you know. Sure. Uh, younger populations seek ways to communicate in different platforms. We had to adapt and learn where they were and try to hit them there as well. So, uh, you know, from a technological standpoint, I mean, they, they roughly work the same, you know. So take a, like, an, I mean, I'll, I'll say Instagram, for instance, is one that, I mean, I'm not looking at Instagram as if it's new, but sure. it's, it was a newer approach that we had to do than originally Facebook. That's what we had so, so when we 
you know, looked at that platform, we said, listen, how do we best communicate within the confines of what people are expecting on that platform? So you can't just sort of shove at them the same message and then just make five photocopies of it and hope that all the social media platforms will behave the same. You really got to figure out how to communicate differently on those platforms to attract the most attention. So that I think was a big, was a really big part of, uh, of my role. But then there were also some other things too, like we, we brought on um, new ways of communicating, like we changed our emergency uh, notification system Yeah, recently. that was huge. Yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was, I mean, one thing I got a lot of when I announced that I was leaving was who is going to deliver the, the, voice. the voice of the city of, That's can right. I want me to do one right now? Yes, could you? This is the city of Malden with an important message. And usually it's followed by some really bad news. It's no emergency. <laughs> something that's going to make the, you miserable. The bearer of bad news. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. Who is going to take Who is, <laughs> So, um, one of the things that we noticed over the years, and we were getting more and more emphasis on um, language access. Because, you know, as you know, Malden is an extremely well, diverse yeah. city. Uh, we were getting uh, more requests to offer things in different languages. And um, our old system and the way we did it wasn't really adapting to that. So we, we're, we decided to switch to a new system. And one of the subtle kind of things with, with technology is if it's my voice, it's going to be harder for the system to translate my voice. It'll be easier if it just reads off of text. Oh. So that's what we did is we switched to, you know, a robotic voice. It's kind of, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. It, they'll get better. Okay. Um, but when you hear the robotic voice, it's not me anymore, but somebody who speaks Haitian Creole is hearing a Haitian Creole robotic voice. I got gotcha. you. So uh, that was the dr one of the chief drivers for uh, changing to that platform. So that, that's some of the things that we've had to do over the years. You know, we have to adapt to uh, some of these requests that come in. Uh, You've been replaced by a robot, let's just. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> so. Uh, no, I, I find that fascinating because, and, and yeah, I just remember uh, several conversations I had with you. It's just like, you know, it's like you're going back to school, keeping up with this stuff. Yeah. And uh, for your job, right? Yeah, so you're, for sure. Uh, otherwise, it's just, you'd be uh, drowning. <laughs> Yeah, and I think a lot of it too is I, I because I worked in the mayor's office, um, I, I got a chance to hear what was going on across different departments. Okay. And that also, you know, not from a not only from a technology standpoint, but just from a, a content standpoint, like I, I could kind of hear what was being talked about, what was important, and that I would try to shape the communication to what was being, you know, driven in these different topic areas, you know, um, you know what? Uh, sometimes you'd hear from the parking department that said that, you know, maybe it was a harder time. We'd have a hard time getting the communication out about the change of parking rules, and we'd have to focus on that. Other times, it might be from the health department, you know, when when, oh, when COVID. It was COVID. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, that's getting another. The that's out another. There. Just unbelievable work that you guys did. Thank you. That thank period. you. Well, listen, partnership with UMA. Right down here. Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Yes. We, we did. Yes. We did. I think Terlanzo would probably help me out with the count, but I want to say it was like between 30 and 40 episodes of uh, 
the information show, which is basically we called it. I think we called it the COVID information show or something like yeah. that. It was the yeah. mayor's, the mayor's, uh, the mayor's show where we would invite different guests on to talk about different things. And that those were trying times, as everybody knows. It's it's easy to look back on it now that it's not affecting us the same. It's oh, it was no big deal, but there was so much uncertainty. Uncharted territory, you know? absolutely. On you a know. day to day uh, basis, it was. So. I mean, I was kind of upset that you you chose the night that we were supposed to air. <laughs> But you were saving nope. lives. Yeah, no, no that was uh, uh, totally it's unintentional. Unintentional. Wednesday nights at 7. <laughs> Thanks, Mayor. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you guys, it, it really was. And people were calling in, and, and the team here, like you said, Chalonzo and Jay, everybody were, yeah. were doing a, a bang-up job. And the, it was fun. Uh, and the mayor, you know, was just right there, and he had all the uh, specialists in, the health people, the, yeah. the medical people, and... Um, Again, like you said, very uncertain times. People didn't know where to turn, and um, it was a great resource. Yeah, and, and again, I can't I can't say it enough. It's just I'm honored to have been a part of that. Those, you know, again, we, I keep saying the word again, but uh, further, when we look at this time of our lives in say 10 to 20 years from now, yeah, um, I think that the folks that were in charge of the communications and, and, and getting the information out there, we'll look at it, I think, in a very interesting way. We're, we're, we're part of history in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I, I remember we would, I get a lot of uh, comments <clears throat> about the show and about how helpful it was. Um, and it was, a, again, it was a real honor and it was something that will always, as part, as part of my career, um, the, some of the most meaningful work I have ever done, certainly, and probably will ever do. So uh, it's yeah, it's it's uh, I yeah. look I look really warmly, of course, you know, yeah. on those proudly days. should proudly, be. yeah. Um, and you were you were just behind the scenes. I remember they were like going to you for the, well, who's sending in questions yeah. and right on yeah. the social media yeah. platforms, and it's good. It was really uh, and, and informative for, and for. Technology, don't forget, everybody's a Zoom expert now. Oh, my God. But back then, no, nobody knew what Zoom was. Not many folks no. really knew how to operate that. Uh, I was a part of the original team that was trying to figure out how to put different government meetings on online and working with the with the state on the regulations on what was acceptable to conduct a public meeting. Oh, I didn't even think of that. The, yeah. There was so much yeah. uncharted territory and it really forced us to look at things very differently about how we communicate with meetings and, and something now that just seems so, oh, okay, sure. Uh, oh, it's so every day now. Yeah, you know, like uh, commonplace. counselor so-and-so is in Florida visiting a, a, a relative for a funeral, but they want to attend the meeting. We can Zoom them in. I mean, if you had said that yeah. in 2017, Interesting. Yeah. you'd look, somebody look at you like you had yeah. three heads. What right. are you talking about? But we were pushed to the limits, and listen, we adapted, we right. adopted, and uh, we pushed forward, and I think Malden, in a lot of ways, was at the forefront. We were one of the things at the beginning, if you recall, the whole concept of Zoom bombing. Mm. There was some pretty nasty stuff. People were coming into meetings and and uh, saying horrible things, and you know, that's right. People don't know They're how to deal with this stuff. Right. Uh, Malden, we didn't really have that on our public meetings because it was 
we, we, we designed the system so we used the webinar technology so that, that folks couldn't break in and do that. Yeah. We were at the forefront of, uh, and I think a lot of other cities and towns adopted what we did. So oh, I mean, some even exciting times. nationally, the, the people were breaking into, you know, yeah. the security was not up to par in yeah. a lot of mainstream organizations. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. Well, before we get off social media, I just, as a friend, as an expert, you've been mm -hmm. for years dealing with it. Should I get rid of my MySpace? Uh, you know, I kind of feel like... Is it going to make a comeback, like, it, like vinyl? It, yeah, I really <laughs> feel like it's like one of those things, like you held on to, the, to those Chuck Taylors that you got in 79. <laughs> yeah. And eventually, everybody's wearing Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Right, classic, classic So, it has a MySpace, I think it might be coming back. I think it might. What was I the guy's name that was your friend when you first joined MySpace? They always had one friend. I think it was a... It was a that's right. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's your only friend on MySpace right now. <laughs> Still my friend. Yeah. Um, very good stuff, my friend. Okay. Um, so we we could go on and on about your 12 years in Malden, and, and we could touch upon more of it. But uh, I'm excited to talk about your new venture. Thank you. Yeah. Your new opportunity. Yeah. And um, if you could maybe tell how it came about, maybe sure. just uh, just take it from here. Absolutely. So I, my new position is I work for the Department of Environmental Protection, which is under um, the EEH. Uh, there's different secretariats that are in uh, the state. So you know you have your governor, and then you have the secretaries that are underneath the okay. governor. So EEH is one of those, um, <clears throat> you know, secretariats and under there are things like mass, uh, like uh, DCR, mass DEP. So we're kind of a branch down there. So I, I think I have like, I think there's like, you know, I used to work for the mayor. There was one person above me. Now I think there's like 26 people oh, uh, to get to the governor. That's so different, uh, right? yeah, it's a little different. But I work for the Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection as a regional planner in the Bureau of Air and Waste. And what that is, is we, we are in charge of, um, there are two divisions of it. There's the waste that businesses produce and then there's the waste that municipalities produce. So municipal solid waste is what I am primarily focused on. And what my job is, is essentially to work with cities and towns to help them reduce their footprint in municipal solid waste. Mm. So. I like to say it's kind of, I mean, to use recycling, that's only one small part of it. So if you kind of, you probably hear the, the reduce, reuse, recycle, uh, you know, thing that, that people will say about how to basically have less, you know, to produce sure. less waste. Well, each one of those has different strategies that um, can be adopted to to kind of leverage those three different things. So, so what this organization that I now am employed by, yeah. we're, what we're attached with is to, to go to municipalities and incentivize them usually through grants, sometimes just through pure education and assistance, is to say, listen, you can probably reduce the amount of solid waste you throw at or get better at the way in which you dispose of your solid waste by certain types of techniques. So I'll give you an example. I can give you some really good examples that Malden itself has adopted. Please. And this, by the way, is how I got into this whole gig. So one of my jobs, what started out as kind of like a, hey, uh, 
you, you take this thing. Nobody knows how to do this grant. You, you, <laughs> you manage this ah. grant. Um, it, and it was called the Sustainable Materials Recovery Grant, and it was offered by, again, by MassDEP. And it was essentially a points-based system that says, listen, your city is doing the following things. It is, for instance, we're a pay-as-you-throw community, which is uh, a way to reduce, that's a big one, by yeah, the way. That's yeah. a big way to reduce your, your solid waste footprint. Okay, you get so many points for that. Okay, you guys offer single stream recycling. Okay, that's there's a point for that. You do household hazardous waste events. There's a point for that. You collect this. There's a point for that. And so what they do is they accumulate all these points, and then they associate a dollar value with those points. And so every year, the city is awarded a certain amount of money that it can spend on qualifying uh, programs that will help you further reduce that waste footprint. And so let's think of a practical example. Uh, we adopted recently a curbside composting program within the city of Malden. And what that is is household food waste. Mm. Um, if you wanted to uh, participate, you can actually go to the city's website right now and, and sign up. Um, we incentivized that program by offsetting the cost of the barrel that you get to, to give to folks. So normally it'd be about a $50 value. Okay. We buy, the city will buy the barrel and then you become a part of the subscription program that gets the whole oh, compost picked up for oh, you. Oh, I see. Yeah. So we take the sting out of it and, we, and we've incentivized. And I think right now there's probably about 700 people in Malden that are participating. Um, okay, so how does that help? Well, uh, when, when food goes to a landfill, it's, it's, it's space. It takes up space, right? It just sits there and it, yes. It's matter. It's matter, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Okay, if you take that same food and then you send it to a composting facility, which is hyper-specialized to, to turn that food into compost, it's immediately going to, um, uh, to be able to provide you know, something for your garden, for instance, to, you know, to improve your soil. Um, but it, it, mo most importantly, it keeps it out of the waste stream. And so we use these, this, this grant funding uh, in Malden to do that. Um, a second one is we, um, well actually is a, there's, a, there's one coming up in the spring, we'll be doing the same with rain barrels. Mm. So there's going to be a new program where a rain barrel, which um, is, is this a, the city still we're talking about? This is okay. city of Malden. Right. Um, to to use these same funds, you can divert. Uh, so instead of watering your garden with water that comes from the, the you know the municipal water system, sure. you can capture rain in a rain barrel. Um, you know the water flows off your roof into a barrel, and then you can water your garden with that same water. So it's a, it's a way to you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm. So these are all different types of qualifying programs. So as, as the years went on, I learned more and more about this. And every time I took one of these projects on, I noticed that I got really passionate about it. And I really enjoyed um, the work I was doing. And an opportunity came up with MassDEP to be, this, to, you know, to be in this role. Right. And I applied, and, and by golly, wow. I, was, I was given the job. So yeah, so that's kind of a summary of it. I mean, I, I could talk forever about um, 
about these initiatives because there's so many things you can do. Um, How does the blue, remember the big controversy of the blue bags pay as you go? Yeah, yeah. Wild, and did that all tie into the strategy ultimately? Big time, big time. So I, people do get frustrated <coughs> with the trash system in Malden. Some sometimes people say, "Hey, your you know your carts are too small." Yeah. Or, I don't like to pay for my trash, right. and you know uh, recycling. There's a lot of complaints, but I think what happens is if you're just on a day to day and all you're doing is listen, you have a job somewhere else, you don't think about this kind of thing. The last thing you want to do is have to worry about just another thing, right? How do I separate? How do I do this? But overall, um, what we try to express to our residents is that this is a problem that we all share. It's just not really obvious to people right now because when, we, when that trash gets picked up and taken away, it's not your problem anymore. Right. But all of a sudden, when landfills fill up and we don't have a place to put our trash and we have to ship it to Ohio and we yeah. have to pay all this money and then poor Ohio has all of Massachusetts trash, well, okay, now it becomes a national problem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about the planet. The planet, you know, whereas, uh, as was once famously said by Al Gore, the planet has a fever. Yes. And, you know, um, <clears throat> Our climate is changing, and there are there are things that we can do, um, you know, to help with that. And, and these efforts do help, um, you know, reduce carbon emissions. So, getting back to your question about pay as you throw, well, how does that help? Well, if if you are saying to somebody, you can throw out whatever you want, and we'll take it, and we pay for it, meaning you know your taxes sure. pay for it. Yep. Um, or, listen, you have to pay $2 for a bag of trash, but your recycling's free. What do you think the behavior is? It's more likely that you're going to probably make that effort to separate those materials, put the recycling with the recycling, and now you have less trash. Less trash, away. yeah. So, I mean, there's no, there's no way to soften it. It's, it's a fee, yeah. right? But I think I liken it to this. Back in... I'd say the 1930s and 1920s, nobody paid for water. I might be getting the years wrong on that, but okay. wa water was not a bill. And all of a sudden, water was a bill. Why? Because it's a depleting resource. It doesn't come back. It, you know, you need, there needs to be some accountability. There needs to be some um, you know, pressure to not to waste it. Um, so what? a lot of times, it has to hit you in the pocket for you to really feel it. And pay-as-you-throw communities along, Massachusetts about, has about 350 cities and towns, and of those 350 cities and towns, about 150 to 170 right now are pay-as-you-throw communities. Um, Boston, ironically, is not one of them. So you can go to Boston and kind of throw away whatever you want oh, to throw away. Oh, what's not aware of that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really wild, actually. Yeah. But that will be changing soon because, again, eventually... You know, these disposal fees, the tipping fees that these uh, waste haulers charge, uh, something has to be done. Trash limits have to be put in. Um, and then a lot of other things happen, like sometimes things are banned from the waste stream. I don't know if you knew about the mattress ban that happened recently. Yes. You can't throw a mattress out anymore. I, I, I ran into that yeah. issue. Yes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you may have had a problem with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, these are these are big items that were once kind of a bane to the to the landfills, right? I mean, huge amount of material. 
Um, they were banned from the waste stream. They were, they were forced to recycle. Again, it's a big pain in the neck. Everybody understands right. that. But where is this stuff going to go, right? So it has to be handled responsibly. And, uh, and where I work for now, MassDEP, is, in, is, is uh, you know, part of that, part of the role that we do is to not only come up with the regulations that are in alignment with the environmental strategies, but also, we, you know, it's the carrot and the stick where mm -hmm. the, it is the organization that does do enforcement and fining and such, but it's also saying, listen, we, we understand this can be tough, so here's some, some grant funds for you to, you know, help improve in those areas. So, so it really was a, a, a natural progression into yeah. this job, but I mean, you find that a lot of the things that you've learned over the years in Malden and Dealing with the DPW and all that stuff is uh, not, and you know what? Not just administratively departments. I also learned a lot politically too. Okay, um, you know you can't how you can't just say hey, you come up with an idea in a room with two or three people in a meeting. Yeah, and then you want to bring it out to the residents, and you can't just throw it at the residents. You know you have to put it out there as an idea and say, listen, we were thinking about this. Here's some ideas. Ah, oh, we don't like that. That's a bad idea. Um, you know, testing some of this stuff and then tweaking it and then coming back. In fact, uh, one project that I was in charge of was uh, the barrels, you know, implementing the cart system yeah, yeah. In, in the city. And, you know, some people didn't like it. Some people did. But what we did is we, we said we had a goal. We had to do a certain thing but we also had some wiggle room, and that's where we went out and got feedback, changed up the program, and I think we yeah. have a good fit. Yeah, and, and, and rolling out the education, I would imagine, is a, a big yeah. part of, right? Yep. Implementing these things. For sure. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's where you, you see where the Citizens Reads interest is, or, or and, and you get the feedback, but I think that's a big part of it. A lot of people just hear buzzwords, and then when you really go, okay, let's sit down, this we're gonna inform you, educate you, I think it's, vital yeah you know why too because you don't you certainly don't there's nothing worse than um, like let's say you had your trash rejected for something one of the one of the things that we're talking about there's nothing worse than your barrel is left at the curb and you have absolutely no idea why yeah um, so yeah we, we needed to prep folks we needed to come up with education you know we would do these little door hanger things we call them oops tags you know hey you, you got something a little wrong please fix it the next time and then eventually yeah maybe if you did it enough oh. times in a row we might not take the trash uh, or the recycling but but these are the kinds of things yeah you're right you do have to educate but you know what doesn't get to everybody sometimes there's language barriers sometimes there are communication That's true. barriers That's true. Uh, constantly tweak, constantly make adjustments. But I think my experience in, um, in this approach at a municipal level, I think is one of the things that was, one of my strengths that I think got me the job was I think they really appreciated the work on the ground that I was able to do. Because mm. now when I communicate this with other municipalities, um, I'm able to say, speak firsthand about these experiences. Hey, I was there, I did it. Right. Uh, I had a meeting with some folks in Boston that were talking about um, adopting some, some recycling regulations and, and I made some suggestions about how politically even to do that, you know, how to, how to approach it and 
So a lot of that experience, I was just really happy to have, it, you know, when you go to a new job, sometimes you really, I don't know, personally feel a little, a little dim-witted at first. Like sure. I don't really know oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, I don't yeah. know yeah. how to get into this file. And But you felt Yeah, I felt pretty confident right, right away. So. Wow, that's great. But it's only been a week and a half. Yeah, yeah let's not get too uh, <laughs> high on your perch there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it's funny you say, well, why is your barrel there? How about last week? Mm. You know, I'm saying, why is my barrels there? And I'm saying, wait a minute now. Is there a holiday? There's always a yeah. holiday every month. No, there was no holiday. So I'm trying to figure it out. Did it snow? Did we have some kind of, no, we didn't have snow, but we did have a snow day. We did. We had a non-snow <laughs> snow, phantom snow, snow day. day. Yeah. Yes. That's those another. Are, those are always nice, right? When that, you call uh, them 24 uh, hours in advance. I can go. We again. We could have probably a whole I, I, show on just that alone. Well, you know, I I have your. I can't believe I'm saying this. Your former boss as a guest next month. So uh, we oh always boy. go over those yeah. snow days. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> definitely. We always err it on the side of caution. Of That's course. how it always. I know. All it takes is one time for you to get it wrong the other way. Yes. And you realize pretty quickly why you err on the side of caution because because there's kids that walk home from school yeah. there's, there's there's all sorts of stuff that goes on but let's face it we didn't we had to do it when we were kids they up you didn't know till ways. the morning of yeah and you were up all night and then they your mother or father said yeah their school and you had stayed up all night praying that it would keep snowing and snowing. But no, you turn you the TV on and you look. You had to watch the crawl. Well, that's right. And that's if right. The, and if and if you wasn't there a big horn that do they still do that? A big no, horn. I think it about the fire department. Yeah, yeah, they they maybe. But I I can remember looking at like Channel Five and seeing like that they were on like Stoneham and Stoughton. I said, oh man, I have to wait all the way till oh, right, cycles right, to back go to M. That's right. So that I could figure out and then, you know. But uh, still, and yeah. I hate being one of those, oh, we were tougher when we were yeah. younger. But we did. We walked through snowstorms and I know. ice and part of, it was sport to watch your friends fall on the ice <laughs> as we walked to school. <laughs> those were the good old days, folks. Well, uh, it was an experience to work in that. It's very difficult because you're relying on weather information yeah, from I'm other people. And, um, and these meteorologists that they take a lot of flack, too. Well, the good news is everybody got it wrong, so not one yeah. person was... Well, it, yeah, it changed kind of abruptly, which yeah. can happen. Well, the I, shift. I think uh, back to your point, I'll tie this together with that, you know, with the Mass DEP programs, but this, uh, one of the things now, if you were a Malden resident who was enrolled in the Trash app, yes. so it would be cityofmalden.org slash trash, and you put in uh, one, two, three, Mike Sharon Street, and you put in your house number and you subscribed, you can get notifications that are custom to your trash zone. <clears throat> so we would text you, hey, it's trash is delayed. Um, this same app also has a materials database, so you can search, and um, this would be cityofmalden.org slash waste. You can actually look up different ways to dispose of items. So, uh, Geez, everything from, I don't know, how do I get rid of an old fire extinguisher to a CFL bulb yeah. or, you know, those things. And, and everybody has that stuff that you don't know what to always, do Always, yeah. always. We all got our garages full of yeah. it. And that particular system was paid for by this grant program that I now I am on the other side of. 
So uh, it's really exciting to be on that side of it and, and, uh, and see the fruits of, uh, of these efforts and how it's positively affected Malden. So. All right. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Oh, this is great, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we were talking. We were talking about, and you're, you're working from home. You talk about Zoom. Do you do? Are you zooming in? Are you working at home at part of the job? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, yeah. There's a, there's a telecommuting uh, percent. It's mostly telecommuting. Oh, yeah. Do go into the office, uh, which is which is in downtown uh, on Cambridge Street, and uh, yeah. So from when I'm home, it, it's different. It's a new experience to be a telecommuter. But yeah, we use uh, Microsoft Teams, which is a competitor of Zoom, I guess you could call it. Um, I mean, it, you can accomplish a lot. Uh, from home, but I do, you, you're talking to a person who every day was physically interacting with people. Right, So it's right. very different. Yeah. Uh, still getting used to it. Yeah. So. Exciting, still miss the old job? Well, I was in City Hall right <laughs> before I came here. I, <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I know you, you had mentioned why you, you were over there, but um, we had your, your friend, Paul Hammersley, who's doing amazing mm. work with Malden Overcoming Absolutely. Addiction. On last month, and of course, uh, I think I think we we mentioned maybe off air that you know Ron's got the great mm. new job, and first thing was yeah he's bailing on us on the city address, <laughs> 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 which was so much work for you guys every year, and you, you, you just always hit a home run with it. I um, I but yeah. that's going on right now. The yes. city address, I believe, is is uh, March, beginning of March. Yeah, yeah first Monday, March, March fourth. So was, everybody's yeah. cramming. Yeah, I, I'm trying to offer as much assistance as I can, uh, not to, to leave them in the cold. Good. Uh, we've definitely got some folks in, that are uh, very capable replacements to me. Sure. Um, but you know, I'm trying to pass on the secret sauce that made our presentations exciting and fun. I can say this year's topic, a subject matter, is really, it's going to be fun again. And in particular, uh, exciting because it's the first return to an in-person event. Yeah, very excited COVID. about that. Yeah. Yep. Back at Anthony's. Back at Anthony's. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tickets are free. Uh, it was a different, used to be a different setup where it was more of, a, it was run by the Chamber of Commerce. Right, and right. Now it's more of a, a public event. There is, of course, limited capacity because of the building's capacity. So you have, if you want to get your tickets, you can go on the city's website if there are still any available. But that is going to be interesting. It's going to be a unique thing, you know, where you've got, you've got really any old resident that wanted to attend could have just gone on and gotten theirself a free ticket. Mm. Um, and we usually put on a pretty good show. When I say we, I will definitely be there to help. There's no question about that. Wonderful. Because um, that is a that is a tough nut to throw at somebody with only a couple of months' notice. It's very different. And um, if I had to do differently, I would have left more time in between. But the hiring process took quite a long time from the state. So, as you know, government can be pretty slow sometimes. Sure. And you said, uh, as you said, it's the return because. So was it been three as since COVID hit, yeah. you were not doing them in house, yeah, in correct. person. Um, so, uh, which 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 leads me to this question: the innovation you guys had to come up with to, to, to do yeah. that city address for the last three years was phenomenal as well. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's exciting uh, and creative. 
stuff that went on. In some cases, it, it you know when you don't have to do an in-person event, there it, it creates different kinds of challenges. Yeah. But at the same time, when you are in person, it's very much a stage show, you know? Oh, yeah. There, there are timings. There's rehearsal. rehearsal I mean, the mayor yeah. has to rehearse these lines. He can't just read into a microphone and record over again. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's challenging. And, and, uh, and I think we're up to, for the task. They, they are up for the task. And I'm happy to help where I can. There's always a, a new theme. I'm yeah. anxious to see what this year's will be. Your lips are sealed. Right. So you'll have to know. You have to go. Yeah. You have to go to know. But of course, our partners here at Urban Media Arts have uh, committed to filming this State oh. of the City address. So yeah. you can watch it at home if you don't get a chance to make it. Fear not. It'll be on, I'm sure, YouTube and uh, All this, local yeah, access yeah. programming. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, and me too. as I mentioned, I, I have the mayor always comes on after the city address, comes on the show. So uh, we're excited about that next month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you get your ticket yet? Uh, I, I thought they were free. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> still have to walk get up. the ticket. <laughs> There's no will call window, Mike. <laughs> you got to get this thing. Come on, let's I, go. Chop, chop. Quid pro. I have them on the show and I get some. No. Uh, yeah, no, I'm actually one of, I, yeah. I used to go, um, was, was involved with the Bread of Life and would be with ah, the Bread of Life okay. table for many, many years. The, it was really a tremendous presentation, and you could tell there was so much work put into <sighs> it. Um, and you nights. were always, you know, like, house is on fire when talking to you during this time. It was, uh, it was, I mean, a lot of nights where I walked out of City Hall and, and it was a.m., you know. I mean, I, I can tell you there were many nights in a row, and, um, but the mayor is—he's uh, a perfectionist, <clears throat> and he likes these. And, and he and he really, I think, really likes to have the the high. Yeah, because I think when we first came into office, I didn't know that he wanted to do it this way. But he said, you know, the last thing I want to do is just sit up there and just point to a couple of PowerPoint slides and say this is what we did. Um, he always wanted to make it entertaining for yeah. folks, um, and so it started out. I can remember um, the very first one we did was just it was it was PowerPoint slides, but we mixed it up. We put some fun, funky things in there. Yeah, and then it's it was like the next on. year, what are we going to do differently? And that's the question he always asked: What are we doing this year? What are we doing this year? How are we going to top last that's year? That's pressure. Yeah, it is. Um, but again, he's a real uh, he's a good sport he's too. He's a good sport. Yeah. Uh, he allows us to take chances and do fun <laughs> things. Well, it was last year. It seems like the years run together. Then he had the, the young man doing the impersonation yeah. of him. Henry Pham. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Yeah. That was so good. We had so much fun oh. with that. I can't even tell you. Henry is a special kid. He, that kid is I heard dynamite. He was, I heard he was. Um, yeah. Just as an example, I mean, when we finished with State of the City, he's part of the youth civics organization from Malden okay. High School. Wow. And you would think this kid would go on a, a big tour of how great he was for being in State of the City. Yeah. He came up City Hall, and he already had his agenda for what the next items were on the youth civics council. Oh, wow. He was, he was long past it. He moved on. Yeah. That, uh, that, kid, yeah. Was, was, uh, that kid was that was so, so fun funny. to work with. You know? he, he came in dressed in this suit, and we just started literally crying laughing thinking this is going to be so fun to have him just be 
the mayor, and he and he you know he nailed it. He nailed it. Yeah, he nailed. It. And that's you know another example of the mayor laughing at himself. Right. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, who came up with that idea? Was it a team effort, do you recall, or was it just? It's it's <coughs> hard to know. We we throw a whole bunch, it's a throw bit a lot like, of things yeah, it yeah. kind of reminds me you're in the writer's room at Saturday Night Live yeah. and, and nobody knows really who yeah. came up with the joke. And it sort of built merges upon. and yeah. built upon. Um, sometimes you'll come up with an idea you think is great, you throw up throw it up on the screen and somebody says, oh, that's not really that funny or that's not really that interesting. Let's do a little, let's tweak it this way. It's kind of hive mind, you know, we, we work together. It's a team effort. So uh, I think, oh, I'm hoping that this year's uh, theme will, will uh, I think, get everybody really entertained. Um, we'll see. Yeah, looking forward to it for sure. Well, get your ticket uh, <laughs> or you might not see it. Pressure, pressure. Well, you can you can watch <laughs> you it online, right? On Get it through my MySpace feed. <laughs> um, look at this. We're we're we got about ten minutes oh, left. Okay. Just two it's friends, you know. By the way, we're gonna get out in the links, or is this yes. new job gonna prevent you from? I, I well, no. I summer. mean, the time is definitely there. I have a new passion, though. Yes. And and it's hitting not straight. Golf. Oh. <laughs> Let's not get into the golf stories because hitting straight yeah. and golfing not one with of my you. Strengths. Yes. <laughs> Ricochet uh, Mike, they call him. That's right. Usually, yes. It's strange, but I, I find myself wanting to wear my hockey helmet when I go and play golf with you, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> but uh, I literally almost killed people. My, my new passion now is pickleball. Oh, I love really? pickleball. And really? I am, in fact, I leave here to go to. The Salemwood School. Tonight? Tonight. Wow. Malden Recreation Department at the Pickle Dome, a.k.a. Salemwood School Fieldhouse, to play pickleball. It's a great activity. I used to play tennis. I was yes. a Malden High tennis say, guy. I was going to say, did you play tennis? Because I never was yeah. a tennis player, but pickleball does interest me. Malden High School, class of 92, tennis, Tony Jesse, Coach Tony Jesse. Okay. Uh, and, uh, co and actually played with, I played with, Current tennis coach Mark Gagnon was a teammate of mine. He's oh, now the right? coach at Malden oh, High wow. School. Uh, yeah, so it sort of was a natural progression, and yes, I less movement, less <laughs> less movement, smaller <laughs> core, age progression, less Achilles yes. tears, yes. less hamstring yeah. pulls. Yeah, but you're um, a skate. You're a hockey player. Yeah. You ref games. You're, yeah. you're in good shape. I'm yeah. still. I yeah. still am a hockey referee now. That's the thing keeps me going, keeps me moving. You know, you got to keep moving. So is that a league that, that you're heading to tonight? Is some kind uh, of fun little... It's sort of open oh, play, open. you know. Oh, that's yeah. one of the things about pickleball that's great is that it's uh, it's very social. Yeah. It's, not really, it's competitive, but, you know, you're always mixing up the teams. You mix up the teams. I was going to yeah. say, did you have a partner that you always use? Or yeah, we, we oh. try to... Try to it's, again, it's a very social game. It's, it's, they, they say it's the fastest growing sport well, in America. Right, across the street, Amherst Park. They, yep, they, Newports they're, they're at Amherst. popping up all over the place. Uh, in fact, one of the other projects that we're that, uh, working on is the refinishing of Linden's street hockey rink. And okay. that's coming, hopefully, if all things go well, it could be here in the, in the fall. And painting lines on there, we're already talking about painting pickleball courts on there as well. So... Uh, so it's the game. It's wherever you can squeeze in a pickleball court, it's going to get used these days. Okay. Who knew that that's what we would be talking about? Pickleball. Right. 
I know. Well, that excuses your attire tonight. <laughs> I'm in my pickleball outfit. <laughs> Couple rackets over there. Camera, camera. Uh, no, we gotta uh, go camera. Well, I just, I, you know, I'm just so happy for you, Ron. Thank All you. All these uh, wonderful you. things happen for you, and I know, I know, uh, your lovely wife Michelle and your children are Thank just you, yeah. uh, doing some wonderful things out there too. Yeah, so, uh, you're a blessed. Man. I'm a blessed man. I am a blessed man. God is good, and and God has been very good to me, and uh, and I and I know that, and I appreciate it. And um, you know, I think if I had to sum up my time in in the position in Malden, I would say again, gratitude is what comes to my mind. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm very grateful for what I was what I was uh, a part of, what I was allowed to be a part of. Um, I'm also I think proud in a lot of ways that over the years there's been some real controversial topics that have come up in our city. Sure. A lot of divisive stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I've managed to stay, I think, above the, the name calling and the, some of the stuff that can get nasty vitriol online, the vitriol. Yeah. I, I, I've managed to make a lot of friends and, and no enemies that I know of anyway, who yeah. knows. Yeah. But, uh, but I, think I, I, I think I serve the community well. Um, I always put, I always put my job in high regard. I always knew that what I was doing um, was impactful, and, and there were a lot of eyes on it. And I and I, I treated it with reverence, mm. and and that's something that I'm proud of. Um, so I I know that in this next role, um, I'll look at it this, in much the same way, and I'll try to represent Malden proudly at the state level. You know, sure. so uh, hopefully we can continue to do that. In fact. Um, I will be serving on the com the committee to bring the Green Malden Fair, second annual. Yeah. Green Malden Fair, first week of April, I think, uh, back to Pine Banks. So we'll be celebrating a whole bunch of different things, uh, uh, talking about a bunch of different sustainability initiatives. Was it at Pine Banks last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was the first annual right. one. Uh, we'll be discussing the implementation of Malden's climate action plan, right, which is right. which is wonderful. Um, and some of these new uh, some of these new programs like the rain barrels coming. So I'm so I'm I'm keeping my toes in the water here. Mike. Yes. Yeah. I might oh, you be haven't forgot about not you. that far gone. Uh, maybe right. I am that far gone. But I'm I, I love Malden and Malden will still I'll still continue to serve Malden in whatever way I can. Right, right. We're all we're we're old Saint Joseph brothers, right? Yeah, still, still going there, keeping the flame going. Yes, We've got a lot right. of good stories yeah. here too. <laughs> yes, we do. I love I love a Saint Joseph story. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, we we recovered that. In that, fact, that our new pastor, yes, Father Anthony, Faye is wonderful. Yeah, was uh, by the way. Don't go there anymore, but but I'm delivered the uh, well. We still consider you a member. Was I go Saint Joseph? Saint Joseph's in Wakefield. A little plug, but uh, Father, same Saint. Saint Saint Father Anthony, um, who's the new pastor, who's uh, Nigerian born, um, yeah, and he's wonderful. Came to the United States um, probably about five or six years ago. Uh, became the pastor when Father Bill left. Yes, and he's been. He's been just doing fantastic work there, and in fact, delivered the uh, inaugural invocation. So at the inauguration that was just held in January, he, I missed that. Yeah, he delivered the <coughs> invocation. Great. So we're getting him yeah. to the fold. So I like that. Yeah, good Saint Joseph. Good stuff. You still lecturing over there? I am. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to not mix my words up. I'm trying not to uh, trying to do. 
you know, I, I always need to stay at a certain level because I know at some point if I screw up, word's going to get back to you, and I'm going to hear it on our. <laughs> we on had the a friendly competition back in those. Imagine that. I think that yeah. seems counter to the whole thing. Uh, the whole spiritual fulfillment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was. Uh, well, we had fun. No. We're human. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Um, Ronick, look at this. We got five minutes left. Um, thank you for coming on. Number My one. My uh, number two. Continued success. Thank you. You know, I don't, I don't want to speak for the Malden citizenry, but I, I just I, I feel gratitude towards the work you've done the services that you provided over the years here in Malden. It's, Thank you. It's been, uh, it's been wonderful. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, 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 uh, I will continue, like I said, to do what I can, you know. Now I'm more of a consumer of the information, uh, so I'm curious to see how that happens. I kind of jokingly said that uh, I can't wait to submit my first C-Click Fix ticket as resident, Ron. <laughs> so uh, yeah. maybe I might, there might be some you know, a little bit of a ribbing to some of our uh, city workers to see if uh, if I can go on the other side and, and jab them a little bit. But no, in all seriousness, um, I think I think uh, I will continue to pay attention, serve where I can, offer assistance where I can with any of the knowledge I've built up over the years. Because listen, it helps me if I help folks in Malden. It helps me as a community member. And, yeah. Uh, and you know anything I can do, and and actually in that capacity, uh, things that I see at the state level now that might be grant opportunities that Malden might be able to take advantage of, um, uh, you know, bringing those back, making suggestions to our officials here. Uh, again, if I can help Malden, that's what I do. I tell you, I'm I'm very pleased, but I. I I didn't think talking about garbage and waste could be this much fun. Talking trash. Ron, but the talking trash. There it is. There's a line I should have had. Uh, Ron, thank you so much for coming on. It's great to see you. Thank you. Um, I'm pleasure. sure I'll be seeing you soon, and hopefully we'll get out there on the links and keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you. You're, you're, you're making a difference. Thank you. It's great to, it. great to be here. Great to see you. Thanks to the folks at UMA for hosting. Absolutely. As always, and I uh, really appreciate it. Absolutely. And folks, you know I like to end with a quote, and so I'll leave you with this, Malden. In the spirit of Ron and his work and his love and passion for his work, I leave you with uh, uh, words from the great Steve Jobs, who co-founder of Apple Inc., obviously, great businessman, who said, your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work, and the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know it when you find it. My friend has found it. God bless you, Malden. See you next month.